Hello, friends. Hello, hello. This is a beautiful evening, July 11th, 2020, from Victory Church. I am Gian. And I'm Ray Candelaria. It is a pleasure to be here today with you guys. What a beautiful day, huh? Yes, it's been a great day, Pastor. Thank you for having me again. I really appreciate it. Thank oh, you. It is my pleasure to have you here. And we say hello to you, dear viewers and listeners. It's wonderful. I hope that you will have a beautiful time with us today. The topic is interesting. Yes, how to forgive. How to forgive. It's going to be great. You're Woo! really going to like this, people. I promise you all. I am already so excited. <laughs> and I can feel the power of God moving into our lives already. Yes. And remember one thing, very important thing. In our hearts, Jesus is Lord. He is Lord in our hearts. And as uh, I mentioned earlier, my dear brother, Ray Candelaria, is going to be here today. He's one of our church members. And actually, more than a church member, is a great friend of mine. And uh, I want to thank you one more time for all the work you are doing. Yes, in the sir. Church. Thank you. Thank you for, uh, thank God for allowing us to, to be here to do that, both yeah. of us. Serving together. Yes. That's beautiful. And uh, for all of you guys that you want to connect with us, what if you send us an email? The email address is on the screen, info at vchurch.us. And that would be nice to hear from you. And of course, if you are watching through any of our social media platforms, how wonderful it would be to have a thumbs up or a comment. Write a comment quickly because that is doable. We don't like bad comments, don't no, we? No, not at all. There shouldn't be none because this is a great, great time. Right here. So please send us a thumbs up, everyone. Yeah, and we only talk good things, and that is what you want to hear. One of the good things is about the podcast. At this point, we are over 300 episodes in the podcast, and you can save a lot of data. When you are on the road, when you are on your vehicle driving to see your family or work, whatever, just try to connect with the podcast. And um, you have an iPhone, use the podcast app. Or if not, go to Spotify, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Google Play Music, Automatic, and then just type in the RSS feed, my Giancarlo. Giancarlo's podcast, and you will have it there. But at the same time, we want, we want you to know that we have audiobooks, and you can get them for free whether you like to read a PDF file or you want to listen to the audiobook, which is something nice. Those audiobooks are available since last year. We have at this point eight books. And I want to tell you that uh, so far we have near 35,000 downloads to those books. And they are the first one, Unmask, is a story of a family, it's a drama story, very interesting. The second one is a story for girls. She felt inadequate and uh, how God changed his, her life. The third one is a beautiful romantic story, Tears of Joy. And then we have the one that we guys love is the survive. action. Survive. It's, survive. It's about yes. drugs and a good guy who saves the town. Yes. Wonderful. But there is a story about Christmas one year later. You know, your good actions always will bring good results to everybody. But it takes time. This story is about that. And, of course, we have also, for those pet lovers, don't we love our dogs? Yeah. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Frankie is the name of this hero. You will love this story. And 
For those who love sports, we have Made to Win sport, uh, Story. That was written based on Andrews, Texas. So we invite you to check it out. And at the same time, the last one released last year was Year 2064. And that is the story of the future. We are working right now for the next one, which is Yorktown. It's a CIA stories, super agent. You mm -hmm. would like to hear that. Thank you so much for being here. But if you want to know more about Victory Church, let me tell you, Victory Church is open for everyone who wants to come and worship God. Sundays at 10 a.m., we are here together singing songs to God. Yes, please come. Come join us. It's, uh, you'll have a great time. Uh, we love to fellowship here. We'd love to meet you all. Bring a friend. Bring a family member. Bring someone with you. It'd be nice to have you here. Absolutely. Every night in the week, we always have different videos like tonight, Saturday. So what if you join us? Saturdays at 5 p.m., we are here also. And everyone is invited to join us here in Victory Church. The address is on the screen right now. 2400 West 81st Street in Odessa, Texas, 79764. Our website is bchurch.us. And feel free to reach out. We would love to see you soon. July 11th, from Odessa, Texas. My brother Ray Candelaria and myself, we are going to be talking to you about how to forgive. So here we are with the first scripture of this evening. Okay, it says, Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, when someone won't stop doing wrong to me, how many times must I forgive them? Seven times? Matthew 8, Jesus answered, I tell you, you must forgive them more than seven times. You must continue to forgive them even if they do wrong to you 77 times. God's kingdom is like a king who decided to collect the money his servants owed him. The king began to collect his money. One servant owed him several thousand pounds of silver. But the servant fell on his knees and begged, be patient with me. I will pay you everything I owe. The master felt sorry for him, so he told the servant he did not have to pay. He let him go free. Later, that same servant found another servant who owed him a 100 silver coins. He grabbed him around the neck and said, pay me the money you owe me. The other servant fell on his knees and begged him, be patient with me. I will pay you everything I owe. But the first servant refused to be patient. He told the judge that the other servant owed him money, and the servant was put in jail until he could pay everything he owed. All the other servants saw what happened. They felt very sorry for the man, so they went and told their master everything that happened. Then the master called his servant in and said, You evil servant, you begged me to forgive your debt, and I said, You did not have to pay me anything. So you should have given that other man who, served, who serves with you the same mercy I gave you. The master was very angry, so he put, his, he put the servant in jail to be punished. And he had to stay in jail until he could pay everything he owed. That is such a cruel story. Cruelty is part of life, friends. But we need to understand the words of our Lord Jesus and what is what he wants us to do. Because certainly we all have debts, debts to God, and we offend people with sin. We all fall short. 
don't we? Yes, sir. We sure do fall short of the glory of God daily. I know I do. You know, and one uh, of the things that surprises me is when we are pointing fingers to somebody, you know. Yes. You see my hand, there is one finger pointing to the guilty one. But there are three fingers. Pointing right back at us. You know, yes. and it's so easy just to blame people and accuse people mm -hmm. and tell others, this is wrong. You are doing wrong. Yes, it is. But we got to be able to know that most of the time when we're saying that, it's for us first. That's how I feel to myself. It's very and, important and to then, realize and that. Then, um, and then for them, uh, especially when correction comes in. And it's come to my life, not to me, several times. Often, very often, and um, just got to accept the correction. Now, in this story, Peter is uh, honestly asking the Lord Jesus, tell, tell us, Lord, if, if somebody offends me and does something wrong to me, how many times should I forgive this person? Seven times? You know, it's like, that's a lot, but... I am willing to go all the way. Seven times I will forgive. Don't you think, Lord, that's good enough? <laughs> and the Lord Jesus says, oh, dear um, buddy. No, not even close. You have no clue what you are talking about. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not saying seven. Seventy-seven seven. times. Seven. So the, right off the bat, we know that what, what the Lord Jesus is telling us is we need to learn to forgive. But just in case the concept was not clear enough, the Lord says, you know, Peter, I'm going to tell you this story. And this is what happened in a kingdom, in a place, someone in authority. There was one person who owed them a bunch of money. So this person in authority wanted to collect the money. The other guy didn't have the money. So said, please forgive me. I'll pay you somehow. The person in authority said, you know what? I'll forgive your debt. I know you are in trouble. I know you are in trouble. Listen to this, friend. The Lord is telling us today, I know you are in trouble. I know you need my mercy. I'm giving you my forgiveness. I am forgiving you. That is what the Lord Jesus is telling Peter, right? The story of this person in authority forgiving this one in trouble. And immediately after that, the guy goes out and he goes after the one who owed him little money. And you know what? He got the contract, went to the judge, and pressed charges and said, this guy is not paying me. You know what happened? The poor guy who owed him a little money ended up in jail. Isn't it that so unfair? Yes, that's very unfair, Pastor. Very unfair. I wish uh, things would be um, a lot different. We need to realize uh, when, uh, when we're in trouble that, that Jesus has paid our debt. And uh, he doesn't charge us. He just tells us to believe. To believe in, in him and his son and his blood is enough for us, sufficient for us. And um, I believe we need to uh, not persecute anyone that, that even if we're in any kind of different state of mind, walking in the flesh, it happens a lot to stay out of that zone because this is a warning right here that whatever we do, it's going to come back. It's going to come back to us, and we need to forgive. If, if we want to be forgiven, we need to forgive from the heart, not just with our words, but from the heart. Um, awesome. I just, and I, 
and make that connection and leave it be. Forgive means leave it, leave it, leave it alone. Just leave it there in the back and keep moving forward, even with that person. Because that person is going to show you something and you're going to show them something. And the Holy Spirit is going to take over and show both of you something. If not, both of you, more of you that are with in that same situation together. That's and, what I would And you know what? You said uh, something very interesting. And I want to make an emphasis here to you guys. He said it's, it's an issue of the heart, and it's a, it's an, it's a heart issue all the time. Yes. Forgiveness is a heart issue. I have said as an example, it makes me laugh because it's kind of nasty, but I have said that when you don't forgive somebody, it's like carrying in your pocket a rotten boiled egg. Stinks, you know, and it's there with you. And, and the, the thing is, the person doesn't, doesn't think that uh, the others can get it, you know, mm. the smell, the nastiness of the lack of forgiveness. You know, how in the world is it possible that a guy who was forgiven for a gigantic debt suddenly is not able to forgive somebody else for a little debt? Mm-hmm. And the Lord Jesus said, you know what happened after that? This king, this person in authority found out because the truth always will will be known yes it will it always comes out to the light what's done in dark corners oh. and in places that you don't think that people know god is always watching no matter what and you will be exposed in one way or the other in one time or another you will be exposed so it's better to forgive your your brother your sister whoever it is always. and and leave it be and just be happy about it and just carry on your way. And it's going to need to be more than one time. Just like you said, seven times? Nope. 77 times. Maybe even more. <laughs> but here in Matthew 18, which is the chapter that we are reading in verse 35, the scripture says, This king did the same as my heavenly father will do to you. You must forgive your brother or sister with all your heart, or my heavenly father will not forgive you. That is striking, dear friend. The Lord Jesus said clearly, if you, don't, if you don't forgive, my Father will not forgive you. You know, many people have said that uh, there are unforg- unforgivable sins and this and that, the blasphemy against the Holy mm. Spirit and this and that. But we can talk about it one day, okay? But right now, I would like just Talk about one simple thing is your ability or inability of letting it go. I have a good friend, good, good friend that I love very much. And recently, about two weeks ago, he said to me, I want you to talk about forgiveness because I struggle with that. I have a big problem by forgiving. And I just don't know what to do. Well... We are going to talk more about it, but just think about this, dear friend. Think about this. When the Lord Jesus is saying that if you do not forgive your brother or your sister or whoever for whatever wrong things they did, he says, my heavenly father is not going to forgive you for that. So, which means what? More problems for you. 
You know, some people get concerned about it and they say, they say well, I'll figure it out, you know. Heaven is, oof, at the end of my life. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But I want you to know this. The problem is if you are not doing God's will, you are not under the umbrella of the blessing of God right now. So you are wondering why so many things are happening to you. Why all the wonderful things that you hear that other people experience and you don't, you wonder, why is it? Why is it? Because you are not pleasing God by still being angry, mad, and frustrated with that person who did something wrong to you. So is it easy to forgive? What do you think, bro? Is it easy to forgive? Sometimes it's not, depending on yourself, your your state at that time. If you're within that umbrella, if you're walking with God, if you're beside him, nothing will bother you, and you can forgive. You learn to weep with him and to mourn with him over everything and anything that comes your way that's... Um, that needs to be thought of and looked at through your heart and not through your thoughts. I mean, more of your heart, your thoughts too. But it's um, and if you're not, if you're not, if you're making decisions upon your emotions, I've been there, I've done that. It happens. It's wrong. Um, they can be very. Um, they can lead you astray to a different place, and it just adds more weight to you and more weight to you. And you hear, you start listening to yourself than listening to the Holy Spirit. So we need to learn to listen to him more. We have to put him first, then ourselves. You know, the, the loved ones, you got to do what he's telling you to do. And sometimes it doesn't make sense, but it's the right thing to do. And um, I believe forgiveness is it's just like he said in the scripture. If you don't forgive them with the true heart, how do we expect him to forgive us and to, for us to sleep peacefully and to go about our day peacefully? It doesn't happen like that. You start getting worn out. Uh, you start carrying a load that you shouldn't be carrying, that he's already taken care of it for us, but we still think that we are right at times and we're not. That's um, Yeah, I, I believe, friends, that uh, in one point... All of us get so mad at somebody that honestly it's hard to let it go. Betrayal, abuse, rejection, disrespect. Yes. <laughs> you know, so many things that you just, oh, brother, get so angry. But what mm -hmm. we need to do is to realize the size of our debt to God. Have you ever thought about it? the size of your debt to God, how could you be forgiven after your wrong things? Well, you know, I'm not going to put you in that predicament, but I, I have thought about myself, my own debt, my own sins, my own bad actions, my own horrible thoughts, my horrible words said to people that love me and you know then and, and the worst part of all this is that it doesn't stop because it's in our nature to continuously doing what is wrong the sinful nature in us 
then is when we just think there is no way that I can pay the Lord. When you realize the size of your debt and then you say, well, it is by grace that I am being forgiven. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Praise Jesus. God for his forgiveness. Now, if we review one more time, this verse in Matthew 18, verses 33 and 34. So you should have given that other man who serves with you the same mercy I gave you. The master was very angry. So he put the servant in jail to be punished. And he had to stay in jail until he could pay everything he owed. Because unfortunately, although we are aware of the mercies of God, for some reasons, for some reason, very strange reason, we refuse to impart mercy to others. And if that is your situation, dear friend, dear viewer, dear listener, I want to invite you to think about this. There are consequences coming to your life if you refuse to give mercy. There are going to be consequences. You say, well, after all is my life, leave me alone. If I don't want to forgive this person, this individual, or this family, or this company, or this pastor, or this church, or whatever, if you don't want to forgive and you are thinking, what that has to do with you? Leave me alone. Talk to me about other things. You know, I know I'm forgiven. Well, it's not that simple, friend. It's not that simple because actually the Lord is expecting you to impart mercy. Do you realize that? Yes, sir. Mercy, mercy is, I mean, we have it every day. Every day it's given to us. And he says to be Christ-like. And if we're Christ-like, we'll give that mercy. We'll stop thinking of ourselves first. We'll forgive everyone that, you know, that we think that's done bad to us or that has done bad to us and just go about our merry way and have a good day. True. And, <laughs> And that's a that's a big example. I mean, we're supposed to be example the way he is to us even now. And if we check one more time the scripture, listen to what is the consequence, the immediate consequence here. The master was very angry. The master. In, in this case, in our relationship between the good Lord and ourselves, he is the master. If the Lord God is forgiving you, my friend, which it's a reality in your life because the Lord Jesus Christ already paid the price for your forgiveness. He already paid the price. So you are forgiven if you just receive that forgiveness and you refuse to forgive others, the master is going to be angry, very angry. Did you read that? Yes, it says it. It says the master was very angry because he, he forgave the first one, expecting that this one will apply the same mercy to others. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that anger, there was a consequence. That's what I was telling you about. Yeah. You just can think, well, you know, but what if I don't want to? What if I can't? How about that? That reminds me of this movie, you know, when Diane Keaton says to Al Pacino, this Sicilian thing. <laughs> you remember that moment? You just, you will never forgive me, this Sicilian thing. 
Well, some people have that Sicilian thing or whatever you're going to call it. Yes, they do. They just can't forgive others. Listen, this is, this is a warning from God. The Lord is going to be very angry, angry, mad at you, and there are consequences. This is what happened here. Let's read the scripture one more time. It says, so he put the servant in jail to be what? Punished. There's an immediate action after his anger. Immediate, it says right there. And friends, you, you don't want that. You don't want to be punished by God. Well, God is love. He can't punish me. Well, you are not reading the Bible, my friend. You are not reading the Bible. There are, there are punishments. And now, now that we are talking about that, I want to switch gears for a second. I want to change scenario for a moment. Because I think it's important that we understand that in occasions... We just are so full of grace and mercy that we forget the importance of applying these principles here into our lives. Let me give you an example. Mom, dad, you have a kid, and this kid is pushing for a phone. And this kid doesn't want a simple phone. He wants the newest phone in the market that is so expensive. You have a lot of debt. But for some reason, you just want to please your child. And you go and get a new contract because you say it's only $24, $25 a month. I can, I can afford that. And then you go and get the phone, right? But this kid eventually messed the phone up, destroys the phone. And then you say, well, I'm going to do, uh, I will present some claims, the insurance. And you try to figure it out. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And here we go. Here's the kid, comes back again with another, now, even more recent phone, okay? Sometimes it's two, sometimes it's three, sometimes it's four, sometimes it's five. Phones, computers, cars, etc. And you, mom, and you, dad, you think that you are loving because you forgive your child and you just say, you know, I just love him so much. Grandma and grandpa, you are not doing any favor to your kids or your grandkids when you are just bailing them out. You know, let's talk about the judicial system. What happens with someone that receives a warning for drunk driving under the effect of alcohol? You know what happens. After a warning and after a ticket, after two tickets, you know what is going to happen. And in all aspects of life, it's the same thing. There has to be certain regulations that you need to implement in your home. Because if you just let it go, as simple as that, the person is not going to learn the lesson. You know, in our relationship with God, it's the same thing. Because if I ask my brother here, how many times he messed up in the eyes of God? And how many times the Lord just said, oh, sure, Ray, not a problem. Uh, forget about it. Oh, no. It doesn't work like that. He has, he will, he has and still does. It. In your financial life. Yeah. In your he's, romantic he's given, life. He's taken away. And until I showed that I was going to do it the correct way with him there first, then he moved again and let me, allowed me, to have that after that little punishment 
or whatever, you know, whatever came through, you know, even the chancla, you the know, chancla. after he gave us. Yeah, the exactly. And, and, and then that, he put it together. And that is exactly what I want. I want you, mom and dad, grandpa, grandma, whoever is in charge of kids, stop that. It's wrong. Yes, yeah, very It's wrong. wrong. You are not showing any love to your child. Ruining. But just, you're ruining. Just just letting it go. Another phone, another car, another... Not a problem, kid. Not a problem, kid. You are just allowing disrespect. That's wrong. Yep. You know, when you are talking about forgiveness, and, and now we are talking precisely this evening about how to forgive. We know we need to forgive. So how can we have a balance between being forgiving and at the same time leading our families the right way? Well, imagine in the workplace. You are a supervisor. You are very forgiving, very grateful. This person comes late. You give them warning and after warning, after warning, and promises you is going to come on time. This person is messy. You, you write him down. You say, hey, listen, you do this again, you're going to be fired. And you just say it and say it and say it, but you don't do anything about it. Guess who is going to be fired? You as a supervisor are going to be fired because you are not doing your job. That's right. Do you understand, my friend? It's your job to put order in wherever you are as an authority. That's your job. It has nothing to do with not being able to forgive. You forgive from your heart, but it's your job to put order wherever you are in your home. How in the world are you going to allow this little monster to rule your house? Three years old, seven years old, 12 years old, and you buy everything they say because you want to be forgiving? No, you're being a fool. This little kid is manipulating you, and you are showing him a wrong way of living. Grace is available for everyone who repents. Repentance is the key. The employee that is failing repents and asks for forgiveness. I have received mercy many, many times from my employer. So have I. Oh, several times. And um, what about our homes? At home, too. So we know what is to be uh, sorrowful and just being with so much regrets and pain and humiliated for our mistakes. Yeah, but the key is repentance, promises, and be consistent with our promises because that is what the Lord wants. You know what? This story is no joke. The guy received bunches and bunches of mercy. But he was not able to forgive. So the Lord said, the king put him in jail to be punished. But don't make that mistake. You have to let it go. You have to forgive. But at the same time, you need to be aware that with your people in your home, you need to establish rules with those who are under your authority. Because that is another way to show love to them. And I want you to know that you can change. Can we change? Yes, sir. We can change. Every day, daily, I know. We can change. And uh, change is always a good thing. It's actually the best thing. 
it's something to work towards and something to be working for in, in a great way. It comes out good. To me, it does. You know, it's a, it's a heart issue. One more time. It's a heart issue. Let's read together, friends. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. It says, if you openly say Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from, the, from death, you will be saved. You will be saved. Salvation comes to you as a result of your repentance, as a, as a result of believing in God, believing in Jesus. Would you like to receive salvation today? Would you like to give your heart to God and say, Lord, I got to change. I understand now. I need to impart forgiveness. I need to be forgiven because you are forgiving me. Let's do it together. Open your heart and say, say these words to God. Say it after me. Dear God, I am so sorry. I realize that I am a mess and I need your mercy. Please forgive me. I know that your son, Jesus Christ, died for me on the Calvary. I receive that forgiveness. I open my heart to your Holy Spirit to come and dwell forever in me. Thank you, Father. I can call you Father now, my dear Lord God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. If you have prayed Amen. that prayer, you are now part of the family of God. That we say to you, welcome. Welcome. Welcome, right. my brother and sister. Welcome all of you all. Come and, on. <laughs> and you are more than welcome to join us here in Victory Church. Tomorrow, July the 12th, we will be here in Victory Church. Come and join us. It will be great to, to have you here. Ray will be here. Yes, I um, hope you get here. Please get here. It'd be great to meet you all. Keep up with y'all. Let's talk. Let's have a good time. Um, you're going you're gonna to really enjoy this place. I know I do all the time. Every time I come here, I'm welcome. And it's just it's a great feeling coming through that door. We hope to see you all here. Have a wonderful evening, friends. Thank you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.